evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Across the Tracks podcast on Oscar night. And uh, it's good to be here. We've been gone for a minute, but we're back. And uh, I'm Wayne here tonight. Good evening, and I am Steve. We All have right. been away from our <laughs> from our podcast for a few weeks, maybe a month or so. But we've been busy, and we are now back, and we hope to bring a bring you another episode that uh, you may be interested in. Um, but we uh, we're we're going to move forward with it, okay? Absolutely. Uh, down down here in uh, the Sunshine State, things have been good. Weather's been great. Uh, no issues other than the mosquitoes come out at night a little bit, you know, and uh-huh. that's about it. That's about yeah. it. And we got some topics that we want to hit on tonight that we hope that we hope that uh, will uh, strike a fancy in you. Yes, yes, yeah, doing doing it uh, doing it big out here in the uh, Rocky Mountains, and uh, it's cold, a little, a little cool today, thirty eight degrees or so. We didn't make forty today, I don't think, and uh, and the time changed, so I like uh, I like springing ahead because it stays lighter in the evening. So if you want to do a walk, uh, you know, after dinner or something like that, it's still daylight. So I like that. But yeah. all in all. Things are good, man. Uh, like you say, we're going to keep it moving. I think we got uh, some interesting topics tonight that may uh, be uh, interest of uh, be of interest to uh, those who tune in and check us out. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, let's let's. I want to caveat off of this. You know, this morning we sprang forward, and uh, in the fall we fall back. Right. And there's a move afoot by some senators, I think, mm-hmm. that are trying to make daylight savings time permanent so that you don't spring forward or don't spring back or fall back and just make it – it is what it is. So right, people, right. Don't get, people don't get all confused and your your body gets all jacked up because falling back is easy. Right. Springing forward, man, it's a little bit tough. And I kind of don't mind that idea simply because I get up early and I run probably about 7.15 in the morning. Okay. Well, when when you spring forward, it puts me in the dark. Okay, now now I'm running in a, you know, a closed community, but still, it's it. I'm running in the dark. Right, right. But I do like the idea of. I do like the idea that it gets dark later. Mm-hmm. I love that because summertime, you know, as kids growing up, absolutely, you know, the lights didn't come on, <laughs> the street lights didn't come on until after nine thirty. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so That's we had. Right. We had an extra hour or two to to play, but you know I think this idea of possibly having daylight savings time permanent could be a good thing. That's just me. I don't yeah. know about you. What are, What are your thoughts on? No, that? no, I, I like it, man. Um, and I found out how great it was. Now, yeah, you in, when it springs forward, when spring forward, yeah, you're in the dark. Because uh, Cynthia likes to walk. My wife likes to walk in the morning, so she's like, it needs to get light, you know, so I can get out here and walk. Because before she used to be out there in the dark. And I'm like, you can't be out there in the dark walking around, even in even in the neighborhood. That's I, I don't feel comfortable with that uh, because you never know, man. Crazy people are out all the time, you know. So right. But uh, like you say, in the summertime, it's really cool, man, because uh, it's to me you can do more things. You know, um, you can like we sat out on the porch. We in the summertime we sat out there till ten, ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night because it's it's nice and it doesn't get dark till nine thirty, almost quarter to ten here. Yeah. And uh, so so I like that. So I, I know there's a push on to do that. Uh, don't know what's holding it up. Um, I know Arizona is one of the few states they don't they don't do that. They they don't spring. Right. They don't do that. And I think there's another one. I think it does Hawaii not Hawaii. do it? Hawaii. It used to be Indiana, Arizona okay. and Hawaii. OK, so. I mean, obviously, it works well for them. So, I, 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 if they get my vote, I'm all for it, man. 
I'm yeah. all for it. I think it would be a good thing. Just just get it over. Just let it be what it's going to be, man. So <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I, I tell you what, springing forward, man, it just, it just jacks my body <laughs> completely up. I'm thinking, right now I'm sitting here like, damn, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's eight. Nothing's really changed. Right. It's, it's eight o'clock or eight fifteen or whatnot. Nothing's really right. changed, but by getting up uh, earlier, in which I don't have to get up earlier, my body just says it's time to get up because right, right. you know it's been trained to do that. Right. Muscle memory. Right. And it just an extra hours just you know makes it makes me drag a little bit. Right. Right. Yeah. I, it, we're we're two hours behind you, um, so it doesn't really affect me until I go back east. Now, if I'm back east, then I notice like okay, because to me when I when I'm on the east coast, it like the time goes really fast. Right. <laughs> you know, it right. goes really fast. But out here, I'm like, man, it's only six twenty. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good, man. And it, it's like. Okay, I don't feel as though oh I gotta go to bed. I gotta go to bed now. I my sleep is off a little bit because, you know, I the travel coming back it takes me a few days to get adjusted and whatnot. But right. and I, I stay up like last night. I didn't go to bed till almost one thirty in the morning. So yeah. I set the clocks. I did all the clocks while I was up last night. So, but uh, I, if they push it. I'll vote for it. I, if we get a vote or if they just pass a bill and do yeah, it. Yeah, they I just say, have to pass a bill. Let's let's do it, man. Maybe I that's think it's I think it's always easier to go east than it is to come back west. Wow. Wow. Because when I when I was stationed in Italy, I had to go over and back a couple times. Okay. And you know, going going east, going further east, even though you're six or seven hours ahead, it's like you can always take a nap. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, you, you, you take a nap and you can get up and you can move on. But going west, you when you lose seven hours, yeah. when yeah. it's, you know, it's seven o'clock at night and your body's thinking it's three o'clock in the morning. Right. You know, yeah. That, yeah. that was tough on me. I mean, real yeah. tough. Yeah. i tell you what, what did freak me out was uh, going uh, going to Japan because you leave and you arrive on the same day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I left yesterday and I get here and it's 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 it, that freaked me out, man. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I take that back. It's going back. You leave yeah. and you get back, it's the same day. And, and that just used to like boggle my mind. And uh I've been on a couple of trips where that you you cross the date line or whatnot, and uh it just it just like it it's Something in your mind is you're like, wait a minute, I left on Wednesday and I got back on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> time is a, time is really a fickle thing because you don't know how to deal with things. The example that you gave. Right. You know, I remember being in uh, out on sea on a patrol one time when I was in the Coast Guard. And I lost a day. Oh, wow. I mean, I have no idea what happened to Saturday. Mm. And no one could convince me that it was Sunday when I was thinking it was Saturday. Right, right. What the hell happened to Saturday? And right. I said, you know, what what day is it? It's Sunday. No, it's not. <laughs> Yep. It's, it's Sunday, Johnson. No, right. it's not. It's right. yesterday was Friday, right? Right. No, yesterday right. was Saturday. Right. No, wait, no, wait. It, yesterday right. was Friday. No, it was Saturday. I have to this day. I'm 66 years old. I lost that day. It had never come back. <laughs> and that's the weirdest, uh, that's the weirdest yeah. date thing yeah. that I've ever had because you yeah. could convince me that I missed Saturday totally, yeah. Yeah. totally, yeah. Com- completely lost it. Yeah, but I, I that I think that's what happens to you when when you go to the Orient. I think that's what happens. You lose that day, even though you didn't. The mind says you did, <laughs> you know. And uh, yeah, that's that's what happens when you go. When you go to Japan, you you basically you're thinking like I lost a day because I left on I left on a Thursday. I get here and you're telling me it's Saturday and it's like, well, what happened to Friday? (laughs) (laughs) You know? So yeah, time is, 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 is funny, man. It's funny. So, 
But uh, it is what it is, man. And, you know, we, we'll keep hoping that uh, the government passed that bill and let's just <laughs> let's just get the one thing and be done with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spring break, you know, when it got to spring break, when I was teaching, the sun was coming up earlier. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then we get out for spring break and daylight changes time. Then we're back in the dark again. Yep. yep. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't mind the dark in the morning, but I, I it's it's cool. I can deal with it. But being that light, that daylight later, and I like that. I like that. Yep, <laughs> I, yeah. I like that. Me too. So play some more pickleball. Yes, absolutely, man. <laughs> I see my dentist Wednesday. He's been down for a bit, and uh, he and I were playing, and uh, at this facility here. So I got to see see if he's back on the men's. We can get back to playing. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a good sport, man. Good workout. And, uh, my dentist actually has a court in his, uh, at his house. Oh, <laughs> so cool. as the weather gets warmer, uh, last summer we played at his house cause he, mm-hmm. he got a little kit from Amazon and his driveway and his, where he is, it's perfect. I mean, it's perfect for a court. It's absolutely perfect. So he's got it painted and lined off and everything. And about eight or nine of us show up in his um, at his business on Saturday morning, Sunday mornings. We play pickleball for a couple hours, man. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, I really like. I really like it, man. I, I play six days a week. Oh wow! Six wow. days. Wow. I I that's I, great. I probably play four games. You know, because down here in this retirement community that I'm right. cohabitating in, right? Um, there's two courts, but there may be 20 people. Wow. And they just play doubles. Okay. So I don't mind playing doubles. I've gotten used to it. You know, I haven't played very many singles at all because yeah. there's so many daggone people. Right, right. But yeah, I, I really like yeah. the game. And yeah. It's, it's really, really Cool game. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back to Indy to some friends, man. Okay. Believe yeah. it or not, man, they 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 got some action in our old hometown. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got a pickleball court out of Freeman Lake. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was out there uh, last summer, and I I used to go out to the park and walk the park um, in the in the afternoons. And I drove through the gate. You know, you come through the gate and and the little the, the, the gatehouse, the boathouse is right there and thing. And off to the right now, they built a tennis complex. They got this nice tennis complex. And a lot of the schools have their tournaments and whatnot. And this particular that I drove in, I saw these people playing pickleball and they've got a court there. It's one court. And um, so I, hopefully it's going to grow. But, um, yeah, uh, the, the sport has caught the bug in uh, in E-Town, man. It's, All right. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Now, off the sidetrack here, let's, yeah, let's, let's, talk, good. Let's, let's make a transition to yes. uh, a little politics. Yeah, we're going to transition into a couple topics um, in politics tonight. Right. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, the first has to deal with um, the state of Mississippi and how the red state legislature is deciding that uh, they're going to disenfranchise folks in the capital city. Um, It's amazing that these red states have just, legislatures have basically just gone off the rails. There's no one that's to check them because, you know, they have literally unlimited power. And I think that the Democratic and the independents in those states, they just thrown their hands up and says there's nothing we can do about it. So they just don't even try anymore. You know, at one point in time, you used to fight for every vote and the Democrats and the independents were uh, out there trying to get their message across. But now in these states, they don't even have a chance to get their message across because everything is uh, controlled by a supermajority. Yep. You know, and that's why these uh, states like Pennsylvania, states like Arizona, that are toss-up states, Michigan, um, you know, that's where people concentrate because those Independents and Democrats think they have a fight, at least a chance 
as opposed to living in, we're going to talk about Mississippi and how one of the poorest states in the union and is the, the most dis, dis, disenfranchised pretty mm-hmm. much. Yep. So no. what has happened is that the state legislature has created a system that does not allow black folks to vote for their judges, which they used, which they have been for all these years. Their court, city courts, elected officials, chief of police, okay, and other public um, offices that are voted upon by the people. What they've chosen to do is to allow the state legislature or the governors to appoint people to be judges, city court election officials, police chiefs, and so forth and so on. So Mm -hmm. in a red state, they're only going to put people in there that they want. Now, here, Jackson, Mississippi, is the capital of the state of Mississippi, the capital. And it's majority black. And so 80 percent to be exact. Yeah, they, (laughs) they are. They are trying to take away those people's voices because they don't want them to vote for people that may be sympathetic or vote for people that are Democrats or independents that will do what's right for the people of that city. They don't have water. The water system is completely jacked up right now. And if the people that are there having to deal with these water issues have complaints, who do they complain to? They complain to the judges. They complain to right. the courts and so on. Well, now they're taking that away. They, they can't. Who can they complain to? People that don't like them in the first place. Right. I think there's something fishy about it myself. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, I mean, you hit all the the key issues there. It's apartheid, man. It's it's mm. a, it's resemblance of apartheid. They're actually calling it apartheid Mississippi, you mm. know, because of of this is resemblance of what was going on in South Africa back in the eighties. You had a uh, white minority, so to speak, controlling, uh, you know, the the citizenship who was predominantly black. And uh, so basically these people have no I mean, they have you have Democratic, you know, people in the leadership there, but they have no voice. And so uh, it's a sad thing, man. But it's it's the trend in this country that the few want to speak for many and they're imposing their will upon the multitude of folks to get their way. And this is sad. I mean, Jackson, Mississippi, Mississippi as a whole, I mean, they're dealing with so many issues, man. Like you say, the water issue and now this, the poverty down there, the educational system is not that great. I mean, it's just, you know, it's like you're piling on um, the people there, man. Yeah. So uh, I'm not sure what the outcome's going to be. I don't know what recourse the people have down there, man, because um, the, the super majority um, the, of these people, though, the Republican, they've redrawn districts down there yep. uh, as they're doing it all across the country to, to get make it favorable for them. So I'm not sure what recourse uh, the black citizenry of uh, Jackson, Mississippi has. I, I'm not sure what what you tell them or what you do. Well, like, <clears throat> is in everything. You know, I think that some people are afraid to speak out because their positions, their jobs are controlled by people that control them. Right. And it boggles my mind that I think Mississippi is pretty close to a majority black or pretty close to being a majority black in that state. 
demographic. Yeah, it's Jackson is the, is probably the the blackest city in America. Uh, it's eighty percent black. I don't know. I don't know any other city in America that comes that close. Especially capital city. Cap- other that's than, the capital cities. All right. Other Jackson than DC, is, but DC, other than they DC. Don't even want, they don't want them to even have no. any voice. No, and DC's being gentrified so much. Uh, right. What was Chocolate City is turning into Swirl now. It's turning yeah. into the to Swirl because you know the city's being gentrified so much. Right. So, so Jackson is probably, like I said, you mentioned it's the capital city, but it's probably the blackest city in America. And you're basically these people have no representation because, yeah. like you said, who are you going to complain to? Who are you going to force your complaints to? Right. It's it's unfortunate, man. But th- this is where we are, man. It, it's it's depressing at times. It truly yeah. is. It truly is. When you see what these people are doing, not just in Jackson, um, you know, you're, you're in Florida. I mean, you, you guys have an autocrat down there that's passing all these dumbass bills that want to take away the rights of so many people. And what he's doing down there, he's he's the poster boy for all this foolishness. And it's spreading across the country, man. Every day a different bill is passed to disenfranchise people because you don't want them to have a say. Because if you feel if they do, it's somehow going to hurt your chances of, of doing whatever. And that, that's not democracy, man. That's not democracy. Right. And, and this this guy, this idiot that's the governor of the state of Florida, you know, he uh, has no one that. Once again, they got a super majority. So whatever stupid ideas he come up with, right. they're going to pass it. Right. Right. And what ends up happening is that, well, they're not they're not doing much about it in Florida. So. Let's do it here. Right. Right. And, then, you know, I, there's well, there's a there's a person that's part of the Indiana legislature that uh, is a member of the Central Nine technical uh, center that's part in Indianapolis. And I write her and she's never responded. Like, mm. you know, she just doesn't. Mm. You know, every time I've asked her something, she sends you immediately get the old standard. You know, we're going to try to get back with you as soon as possible. The things that we're going to do right. you know, is benefiting the, the Hoosiers or whatnot. In the same way with this damn DeSantis, you know, I'm so sick and tired of seeing his ass, you know, yeah. and every time he shows up, he's got a little his little podium. He's got some little stupid ass mm-hmm. state, you know, uh, yeah. come to Florida. This will come to Florida where woke dies. He's such a dumbass. He didn't even know it woke. The original. And let, let's let, let's let's talk about that for a okay, minute. Let's 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 let, let, let's sidebar that for a minute. Okay. Okay. What irrit what irritates me, and again, I want to preface these comments by saying this: this is not all white America. No. But there is a faction of white America. They co-opt slang from the black community. They don't know what the hell it means, but they turn it now into the. Um, it's, it's the catchphrase for everything. And you don't know what the original intent of the freaking word means. Exactly. And he he's the poster boy for all this. Now everybody's talking about wokeism. You don't even know what the word means, man. And it irritates the hell out of me. But but a faction of white America does that with everything that black America, when they come up with a slang phrase or whatever, we, we're, we're using it in the way that we wanted it to be used because we created the damn thing. Right. But now you're late to the party. The party's been over two or three hours. You're coming in now at the end of the party and you want to co-opt the word and turn it to something totally different. And it because it appeals to your base of these other fanatics that are just like you. It irritates the hell out of me, man. And, 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 and they don't even realize that it's a, they're, they're anti-black. Right. And they don't realize that they're using the black terms. Well, if you're so right. damn anti-black, why in the hell are you using the black terms? Right, right. My thing That's is, what... create your own vernacular. Yeah. <laughs> create your own vernacular. Don't be piggybacking 
on what the black community has come up with. We we can name several slang phrases that we started oh, using, and somehow is, is, is slanged up. Right, and and but where did it start? It started in the black community. A lot of these words that now these people are using, and they they don't know, they have no idea how the word came to be or what it originally meant. It's just a catchphrase for their base and it's red meat for these clowns. And it irritates the hell out of me because I'm like, you guys are so stupid. You are so stupid. Yeah. And as you said, you, you, you don't want nothing to do with black folks or brown folks, but you want to use their language. You want to do everything they do, but you don't want anything to do with them. You want to disenfranchise people, but here you are. So yeah, he, he's, he, he irritates me, man. Cause every time he shows up, it's something about wokeism. I'm like, dude, shut the hell up. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're, <laughs> they're passing laws that you can't, you know, it, it's like, he says that we can't have black history curriculum, but then he gets on the podium and says, well, we didn't get rid of Martin Luther King. We didn't get rid of, you know, that part of history, but you're getting rid of the rest of it. Right. Know, they only think that black history started and ended with Martin Luther King in April of 1968. Yep. yep. You know, they don't know that there's other stuff out there. There's other people out there. There's other inventors out there, like Lonnie Johnson. Yep. You know, they don't realize when they go get in the pool and they're playing with a damn super soaker that that was a created exactly. by a black man. Yep. You know, they don't, yep. they don't want to talk about, you know, Dr. Charles Drew. Nope. Okay. Or anything nope. like that. You know, Guy Bluford or Mae Jemison. Nope. Okay. Nope. And that, and that's what you're depriving. That's what you're depriving people of when you don't want to have a curriculum that is all inclusive of the black experience in this country, because you only know a speck of it. <laughs> you yeah. only know a speck of it. And it's like you say, man, we're talking. <clears throat> I think the, the the last broadcast we did, I mentioned to you, man, during Black History Month, this paper, I think it was in Maine. They, you know, it was Black History Month. It was Martin Luther King Day. And they put the I Have a Dream speech in their paper. But they redacted certain parts of the speech that Dr. King felt so strongly about that had to do with uh, civil rights and and all this other stuff that was was important to the black experience at the time. They redacted that, yeah. you know. They redacted that. So uh, I'm like, man, I just it's. We were talking about this morning, man. You're you're sick of it. You are sick of all this foolishness, man. And I wish I could ask one of these idiots, what are you so afraid of? What are you afraid of? I, yeah. I tell me, tell me what you're afraid of. That you don't want a kid to read a book to learn this or that. You don't. You don't want a, a curriculum in a school to cover this. What are you so afraid of? Just tell yeah. me. It's just. It's just yeah. anger. You know. You're. You're making us feel bad about ourselves because what happened back in Mississippi in the 1800s. We. We don't want to feel bad about it. You're blaming lynching on us. Well, guess who lynched people? Right. Right. You can't right. you can't change history. Nope. Yeah, nope. it was white people that lynched a whole bunch of black people for right. the most majority of the time. Right. Ninety nine point nine percent of the people that were lynched were black. And who right. lynched them? White people. Right. And this this whole racism thing, which you seem to want to put the burden on the black community and the brown community to fix, we can't fix what we didn't start. Right. We didn't start this mess. The, a faction of white America started this racism crap because being white made you feel superior to other people. With that is a, a made-up social construct that that caught on because somebody's got to be better than somebody else, and so we didn't start it, you know. And now that we want to like raise a, 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 an argument about certain things that have occurred in this country, you feel bad. It's history. Yeah. America has a shady history. That's the fact, man. Whether it concerns black folks, brown folks, Asian folks, America has a shady history. Why don't we want to learn the real deal about this country? Yeah. Yeah. 
and and there's 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 black folks that go along with this stuff. That's what gets absolutely. You to- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, that, that's another thing. It's like, man, whose Kool Aid have y'all been drinking? It obviously <laughs> it obviously ain't the good stuff from back in the day. Because some of these black folks, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with y'all? Yeah, that you're going along with this foolishness, man. I it's. It makes you angry. And, you know, you, you ever get to that point, man, you ever been angry where you, you feel yourself, you feel yourself, you just want to punch a wall or something <laughs> because you listen to this foolishness day after day after day. And you're like, oh, my God, it's like you just want to just put your fist through a wall or something. <laughs> I don't know about you, but. I'm not going to put my fist through a wall. <laughs> I'm going to be like my man, Bruce Lee in Enter the Dragon. It's like boards don't hit back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I remember we were, we were, I think we were in Etown high school and I forget who it was. Got, it may have been Jimmy Clark, somebody like that. I, I don't remember, but he gets mad and punches the damn wall and breaks his hand. Oh, that was, uh, yeah, it was Jimmy Clark. Was it Jimmy Clark? <laughs> yeah, it was Jimmy Clark. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I, mean, I remember he, that. He gets so mad, he punched the wall and breaks his hand. Yeah, it was Jimmy Clark. Yeah, the that. wall's not going to give. Yeah. Your yeah. hand will. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just using that as an analogy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, but you you're, you feel that. You feel I that. Know, just you feel like, so you know, frustrated. I feel frustrated, and it's like, I can't believe we're... You know, and, and we we see it, man. Uh, you probably see it in Florida, but I see it here. We're driving around and, you know, you see certain things, you hear certain things on the news. And it's like some of these people, they are seriously, man, they want us to go freaking backwards in time. Yeah, they they truly want us to go backwards in time when life might have been really, really good for you. But it, it wasn't so great for people who look like me or you or some of our other melanated brothers and sisters. It wasn't good for them. Yeah. But they determined to somehow turn the clock back and take us back to some time where it's like, man, the country wasn't that great. It was yeah. it was a lot of serious shit going on. Yeah. It's just angry. Just just yeah. angry, yeah. you know, and, and want to do stuff in spite because yes. they have the power to do right. it. That's All it. of this nonsense, everything, everything that's going on in these red states is just all about spite. Yep. You know, what yep. can we do to get back at them? Yep. yep. You know, as opposed to what can we do to move our country forward is that we've got the power. Now, I'm going to stick it up your ass mm-hmm. and there's nothing that you can do about it because the people that voted me into office is going to continue to vote for me in the office because that's right. they're upset, they're mad too, and that's all they want. They just yep. want to be mad at people. Yep, yep, yep. That's it, man. Uh, it's it's. Uh, I don't know. I uh, you know we were talking before we came on there about the Oscars, right? And so tonight there's probably going to be um, this one movie, man. It has a a, a lot of Asian um, actors and actresses in the film mm-hmm. that are probably going to win awards. And I, and I don't know about you, man, but I, I am so sick of this. This is the first ever uh, blah, blah, blah. And, and and we were talking about that before, uh, you know, before I came on, came downstairs to, to hook up everything, do the show. It's like, gosh, is there ever going to be a day where, is, where there isn't the first black to do this or the first Asian to do this or the first woman to do it? This country's 200 something years old. <laughs> and we're, talk, we're still talking about people getting their first opportunity to do things that the majority in this country have been enjoying for 200 some years. Right. And the fact that one minority person gets an award or gets something, it freaks them the hell out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and and it's like, OK, we got to do something to shut that down. We got to pass a bill to shut this down. And it's like enough, man, it, enough. It's, it is it is it is extremely frustrating. Enough. Yeah, yeah. Enough. Yeah. I just I, I was like, man, I'm so sick of this country. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, did you happen to see the movie? That's that's one of the top one everywhere. Everywhere. Every. Yeah. I have not seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, it's, I used to, it's good. I, I, it's good. I, I bought it. Okay. What what is it on DVD? Yeah, you can get it. You can you can get a digital copy of it. 
Oh, like you mean like download from iTunes or something? Yeah, or, yeah. Oh, that's okay. what I did. I downloaded okay. it from iTunes. Okay. And I think yeah. the first night that it was released, we watched it. It's okay. It's good. Okay. It's really good. And uh, the little kid that was in Indiana Jones. Yes. 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 You know, his story on how and why he almost uh, just gave up acting altogether, gave it up for yep. well, 20 some 20, years. 20 some years, right. Yeah, 20 some years. Because he couldn't get a job. Couldn't get a job. Couldn't get a damn job. And he was frustrated and said, you know, if there's an opportunity to do something, he goes, well, I'm going to go back out there. And someone called him and said, hey, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And so you, you recognize him in the movie. I'm like, I know that's. That's the that's the yeah. guy that was the kid in Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. Yeah. So you recognize him, you know, but he's just older like everything else. Right, right. When you're nine years old, now you're thirty-nine or forty years old or whatever. You know, uh it, it's it's a good movie. It's okay, really good. okay. Yeah, I know you can you can uh it's on Showtime. You can stream it on Showtime too. Yeah. I used to have a Showtime subscription, but I I turned mine off once the shy went off. <laughs> I turned <laughs> <it> off. <laughs> I turned it back on when the when when and ever the shy comes back. I you know I don't know, but but yeah, and I like Michelle Yeoh. I like her man. She's yeah. a great actress. She's yes. a great actress. So, yeah. but you know, it's like this dude couldn't get a job for twenty years, man. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and people were good with that, you know. And it's like you're disenfranchising this guy. Why? Because he ain't the same skin tone as you are. Yeah. And you're holding this guy down. Yeah, and, and you're so stereotyping him. You're stereotyping him. And so and I, I this this is my this is my mantra, man. And this this is it. When you were on top, this faction of white America, when you were on top and all was good, you were getting yours, you didn't give a damn about anybody else because you were getting yours and you were getting it on the regular. Every day you were reaping the benefits of your so-called status in this society. But damn, if one minority person is going to get a job, they're going to get an award, they're going to get something else, now you got to go on the offensive and shut them down some way. That's, that's, I don't know what that is, but it's like, are you, what are you scared of? Well, I, I think it's it's the what a, I think is someone used the phrase or I've heard the phrase is the what about me ism, mm. you know, uh, you know, people that need help, you know, economically, you know, we provide help for them with, you know, Medicaid. Right, right. We provide help for them if they've got a disability with Social Security, and then. Um, what about me? What am I getting out of it? I right, think right. I think ninety eight percent of the problems that we have with situations like that is exactly that. What about me? What am I getting? It's it's, it's like the um, the idea that Joe Biden is going to um, help. Students with their loans, you know, we're going to we're going to not make them pay their loans back. Well, the what about me is, is that I worked real hard. I worked 19 jobs so that I could pay for my college. And um, it's not fair to me because I worked 19 jobs and I was able to pay for my college. So if he forgives their student loans. What about me? Yeah, You're not yeah. helping me out. Right. I get nothing out of it. 99% of all the issues that we have now, I feel, this is just me personally, is that. You yeah. know, what about yeah. me? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, why can't you be happy that, hey, somebody ain't got to carry this burden? Even if it's only 20K that he's going to be able to, to relieve, why can't you be happy that this person doesn't have to carry that burden anymore? Yeah. That that what is this out of many one? You can't rejoice if somebody else is getting blessed. I mean that that's it, man. You're right. You can't rejoice that somebody else is getting blessed because you aren't getting something out of it. Hell, Danny's school loans are paid off. Uh, yeah, I don't have any school loans. She doesn't have any school loans anymore. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If you, if you're gonna take care of somebody getting twenty k, hey man, good for you. 
Right. Good for you. But right. we, for whatever reason, we can't rejoice, as you say, in other people getting something that's going to help them out. The majority of the people in this country can't rejoice in that because yeah. it's like, man, what, what you going to do for me, man? Exactly. <laughs> I, I ain't got it. You've already. Yeah, you did great. You worked two jobs, whatever you did to pay for your student loan. Yeah, outstanding. But, hey, everybody's situation ain't like yours. You know exactly. what I'm saying? And exactly. so if this person's if Biden is able to do this and some tells me, I, I think it's going to be an up, uphill battle for him to get it passed. Of course. But um, if, if he could. And even like 20K, that's still a lot of money that that would take that burden off that student or those parents who have gotten loans for their kids to go to college. It would be beneficial to them, too. Right. So rejoice in that, man. But like you say, man, well, I ain't getting nothing out of it. So I ain't voting for that. I don't want them to get that. Man, that's a that's a piss poor attitude. man. Yeah, we took out we took out loans for Alex to go to Holy Cross. Absolutely. We did. did And and, and I, I like. The idea, I mean, Holy Cross is a great school, and a lot of it, you know, when you fill out your FAFSA stuff, you yep. know, like everybody yep. does, it depends on the family. That's right. You know, they, they don't, they didn't hold, um, they didn't hold Alex's roommate, his teammate on the football team. Um, he, he literally played, paid nothing for four wow. years because he had a huge family. Right. He had three other brothers in college at the same time that he was in college. Wow. And he had probably three or four younger brothers and sisters that was in high school, middle school and elementary school, you know, and he w- he went there for four years and played nothing. Wow. So we great. had to pay a bunch. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't punish him because his parents had all these other burdens. Every, like you said, everybody's situation is different. Yep. You know, I didn't get mad that we had to take out loans to pay for Alex. I didn't. I was happy for Anthony. He's, he's a great, great kid, great guy, you know, and so on. And it was like you said, rejoice. I mean, right. Alex had right. a great roommate and teammate for four years. What yeah. can you ask for that? Right, right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, this this country would be a hell of a lot better than it is right now, man. If people could just find, you know, your 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 fellow citizen, there's nothing wrong with giving help to people, man. But these people, some of these people look at it like, you know, it's a handout. This is no, man. You're trying to better the lives of your fellow citizen. That's it. And if your situation is to the point where yeah, you you're all good, whatever. You should be able to rejoice the fact that this family, this young lady or this young man is able to do this or that because the government helped facilitate that. Aren't we all uh, citizens of this one uh, one great country, as we always say? You should be able to rejoice in that, man. E pluribus unum. E pluribus unum. But <laughs> that, that, is a, that is a lie. And, and, and what we see today, that is a lie because of, of the issues going on right now with a lot of these crazy ass people. Yeah. Speaking of crazy, let's transition to a cartoon. Let's, let let's you, do uh, that. Let's let you take this take this part of it. Oh, my gosh. I, I was never a Dilbert fan. I tell you, I, I didn't get it. <laughs> I know it was the people at the work. They used to have the cartoon strips on their in their cubicle walls. whatnot. It's like, OK, yeah, whatever. But the creator of that, I think his name is Scott Adams. I think that's his name. Scott Adams. Yeah. Um, he made the comment that. um you know, a lot of black folks in this country are uh, not OK with the, with white folks saying it's OK to be white. And because a faction of black people uh, don't like that, um, he considered them a, a hate group. Uh, why are we hanging or I just for white people to protect yourself, because anything that something to say whatever black folks are going to turn against you it's racist whatever my my recommendation to you is just just stay the way the hell from black people <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. stay the way the hell from them and i'm like i first i had to read it like two or three times and like did this dude really say that and i'm like yeah he did uh so i'm like okay so if you if you're gonna tell a portion of white america to stay away from black folks where y'all going where where are you going in this country where there is no black people? 
Yeah. Uh, that's, where are you going? And uh, any there's probably at least one black person in all 50 states. I would get that. <laughs> there, there's even, I think. Somewhere there's one black person in Maine and Vermont and all North Dakota. There's black people there. So where are you going to go to get away from us? The fact that we're a hate group. Uh, I mean, really? I mean, so now he's sort of like maybe backtracking a little bit. Some of his statements he's still standing by. But I thought it was like, OK, we know where you stand. Some of these people, you know, you do us a great service by letting us know where you stand. We don't have to wonder. We know where you stand. So I thought, you know what? I thought it was bold of him to say it. But at the same time, dude, you you just you killed your what little career you had. You've killed that because now all these papers are dropping your ass and your little goofy comic strip. They're dropping it uh, because a lot of your comments, they are. Uh, they're dangerous, man. They're dangerous. Yeah. They're dangerous. Well, he's, got, he's got the First Amendment, you know, so he can say. He can say it, right. He can right. say that. Right. You, you, know? you have your First Amendment rights. Right. That is true. Right. But And he, he's, he says he's no longer going to help black people. Hey. I don't I know mean, how he helped black people. I thought, yeah, I thought we were doing just fine without you, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, when did you become the savior for black America? Yeah. Maybe <laughs> I've never seen this cartoon strip. I, I, you know, like I said, I, I never got Dilbert to begin with. Uh, a lot of people were into it. A lot of the engineers and stuff, they had the strips. They'd cut them out and stick them in their cubes, the ones that they thought were, were funny or whatnot. But uh, I'm not sure what you did to help black America begin with. I, I never knew your name till this crap came up till you opened your <laughs> mouth. You know, so don't, don't even try to come now saying, you know, I'm not going to lend my help to black we never needed your ass to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that cartoon's not doing anything putting putting food on our table. No. It ain't it ain't putting no food on nobody's table. It ain't creating no jobs. Uh so please don't don't try to be the martyr now that you somehow, you know, and I'm just gonna withdraw my support from black people. Man, get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sick of these people, man. I'm sick of these people. I have had enough, man. Yeah, uh, you you don't know, man. You don't know how frustrating it is. You try to get away from it, and then idiots like this surface. <laughs> yeah, idiots like this surface, man. And you're right back, like I be damned. Yeah, I'm sure he'll he'll he's he wants to get those newspapers back. He wants to get those comics back so that he can continue his multi million dollar career drawing cartoon characters. Yeah. He wasn't getting any attention, so he had to he had to do something to draw attention to himself. So what better way to do that than than make an idiotic statement that he did? So, uh, you know what, dude, go on, go on about your business, whatever you're doing, and and take your so-called uh, perceived help that you were giving us, take that and go somewhere else with it. Yeah, you know, uh, nobody. You, go ahead. And, and you know, all of this leads back, all of it, all of these issues, everything leads back to about 2012 when Cheeto Jesus decided that he wants to make a name for himself by coming out and saying that Obamaism is a Muslim from Kenya and all that stuff. Then his ass gets elected to the presidency and all this craziness just accelerated. Yep. Tie all back yep. to that fool. Yep. Who thinks that he's gonna run? Who who thinks he's gonna be president again? And I hope the guy that he's not. Tell you, man, it's scary. I know it is. <laughs> it's I know. scary. And and my thing is, man, you gotta indict this dude. Not not two weeks from now. You need to indict this guy. You know what? What are y'all dragging your feet for? There are mechanisms in place that would prevent him from having an opportunity to to, to ascend to the presidency again. You got to shut this down, man, because the country cannot endure four years, four more years of this crap from this guy. We can't. I mean, it's at a boiling point now with Biden in the White House. So what do you think is going to be if this idiot gets elected again and these crazies got their boy back in power Man, they they're good. You thought they were unleashed before? 
Mm-hmm. What did he say last week? He's going to be he, he. I'm going to be your restitution. I'm uh, uh, their their retribution. He retribution. was going to be their retribution. That's it. I mean, he's telling you right there. If I get elected again, I'm coming after everybody yeah, because yeah. he's a punk ass, yeah, and he'll have yeah. everybody on pins and needles because yeah. he is that. He's a punk. Yeah. I can't. I think Chrissy Teigen call, called him exactly what it was. Twitter took her her post down. I don't know if you knew about that or not. Yeah, yeah. She called he's a pussy ass bitch. That's exactly what he is. She yeah. was exactly right. And but that you censored her, but took her tweet down. But you let this fool tweet for four years and saying all kind of vile crap about people, and you didn't censor that. But she calls this dude out for what he is, and a lot of other people know that exact. That's exactly who he is. And you take her tweet down. So, so yeah, he he he's 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 this kind of dude, man. Like I'm gonna get you, man. I'm gonna get you, man. You know, you know. Remember from dudes back in the day, man. I'm gonna get you, man. I'm gonna yeah. get you. Know? Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, come on, man. You on the revenge he's, tour? <laughs> he says he's gonna get him, but he he's a punk that he right. ain't really do anything no, himself. No, he's he's the guy that has somebody else like Michael Cohen to yep. do his dirty work for him. Yep. Yep. And my th- and it, it answer the uh, riddle me this Batman, <laughs> we're dating ourselves a little bit, but you got all these people who doing his dirty work for him. They either been indicted or they're going to jail. How does this dude keep from not going to jail, man? When everybody around you is either seeing the inside of jail or getting indicted, but you somehow are still walking around breathing fresh air. I don't get it. I don't get it, man. Well. It's it's people are afraid to set a precedent. Well, we said this before. Everything in this country has started with a precedent. Yep. Okay. You know, when um, uh, Plessy versus Ferguson, when he sued the train company in Louisiana. The Supreme Court set a precedent yep. that said that separate but equal is now the law. And that stood for 58 years until Brown versus Board of Education literally said that separate but equal is unjust. Yep. So don't be afraid to set a precedent. If it's wrong, it's wrong. That's that's Do why I look at it. Right. That's right. So he's going to be the first president to be indicted. Well, guess what's going to happen in the future? You know, in in 1973, if they would have indicted Tricky Dicky, Richard Nixon, then his ass would have been gone a long time ago because they already set the precedent. But because they didn't set the precedent with Richard Nixon— and then Gerald Ford gave him a, a pardon, even though that they did come up with three articles of impeachment against him. If they would have set the precedent and indicted his behind, then they wouldn't have to worry about that dealing with this idiot, this this guy, because mm-hmm. the precedent has been set. Yeah. So you go back to 1973 and say, hey, here's the law. This is what Justice Department has done. Because of that, you fit you fit the category that you violated the law. Your ass is indicted. Yep, yep, yep. They they they've got. I mean, dude, we got you on tape. I mean, all the crooked crap he's done, and it's like you're still walking around like you don't have a care in the world. So I'm hoping the Georgia, um, what the Georgia grand jury, him tampering in their election. Uh, by calling the secretary of the state, begging for one more vote than what he what was needed to get him. Seven thousand seven hundred. Yeah, it's like we got you on tape, man. You are tampering with an election. Indict his ass and 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 get that one. Indict him for that. Then indict him for inciting an insurrection. Do him that. Oh, your former governor, man. He grew he grew a pair, and now he he's he's voicing his opinion, man. Oh well, he—he's voicing he's, his opinion. He's looking around his opinion. It's like, oh, now you—you you got some balls to talk like the president is—he is responsible for January the sixth, dude. We knew that. Yeah. We knew that. 
But if he's but if he's if he's the nominee, I'm I'm gonna vote for him. Man, he it's they're they're cowards, man. You guys are afraid of this guy who is a loser. I don't know how many times over, and you're afraid to say anything against this guy. You're afraid to speak your mind or whatnot because you know the crap he's doing is wrong, but you won't speak out against it. But now, I guess you have nothing to lose. So, yeah, he's he's responsible January 6th. You're damn right he's responsible for it. Yeah. You know, the people in that capital, they weren't tourists. They weren't there on a sightseeing visit. As Chris Rock said, did you watch the Chris Rock? Chris I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> I well, I will, I will tell you that. But he makes a joke in there about the insurrection that is is one hundred percent accurate, man. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, we, you incited a insurrection, man. As as a former president of the United States, you did that. You did it. So indict this dude, man. What are y'all dragging your feet for? Quit being afraid of this guy and do what needs to be done because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing that we we tend to forget it's all those other people that are driving around on golf carts with Trump flags. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that's responsible for him because they've supported him. Even though they know that he's wrong. He is our guy because he speaks for us. We don't like them because he says you're not supposed to like them. Therefore, mm-hmm. we'll follow him to the ends of the earth. All this pent-up anger that we've had for all these decades, he's our spokesperson. Yep. We ourselves, we ourselves couldn't get out there and say this, you know, to the public, but he can set forth, and we like that. Yep, yep. He's our boy. Yep. <laughs> He's our our boy. boy. He's he's saying all the things that we want to say, but we're afraid to say. Mm -hmm. Say it. Yep. Yep. You're exactly right, man. 100%. 100%. Yep. So, anyway. All right. All right. Um, Let's, one, one, another segue here. I don't know if you've heard the news or not. But uh, did you hear about the U of L star that died today? No, I did not. Spencer. Spencer. I did not hear that. You know, Spencer. U of L. I'm not. He was at U of L from uh, 18—18, 1986— to 1990, I think it was. Hmm. No, I did not figure know it out? that. You figured it out? Spencer. Mm. He was on that. He was a freshman. Was he? Was he on the one of the championship? He was on, teams? He was on this championship team, and in, in, he was a freshman in '86. Uh, freshman, eight. uh, not a uh, player. Not uh, Purvis, was it? Not Purvis Ellison. Uh, Lancaster Gordon is fifty-five years old. Uh, Spencer Wally Brown. <laughs> no, Spencer's his last name. Oh, Spencer's his last name. Yeah, Felton Spencer. Felton Spencer, get out of here! Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Felton Spencer. Wow. Yeah, he passed away today. Wow, I did not hear that, man. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of breaking news. Uh, wow. I think he went to uh, what was the school? He went to Eastern. Is that, yeah, Eastern High yeah. School. Okay, yeah, he went to Eastern. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, ended up playing for U of L and uh, won that <coughs> national championship. I think his freshman year. And then um, I know he's on several NBA teams. I think he was in the NBA for like eight or nine years. Wow. Uh, but yeah, he passed today. Didn't say why or anything. I heard. Yeah. That. Wow. Just just heard it on the uh, news uh, right before we came on. Hmm. There was another uh, death too, man. It it happened uh, this past Wednesday. Uh, Bobby Turner died, man. Oh really? Yeah, sixty five. 
Okay. Yeah. He was a sidekick to Daryl Griffith, man, back in the day. Oh, yeah. We played him him in the uh, state tournament the first game. Yep. It's like, man, uh, wow. And that's that's that, yeah, Felton Spencer. But, yeah, Yeah. Bobby Turner passed, too, man. It's, it's, uh, wow, man. Tell you, man. It makes you makes you wonder about your mortality. Yeah, we ain't getting out of here alive. That's for sure. That's for sure, man. <laughs> that's for sure. Wow, here alive. So yeah. Yeah, thought I'd bring that up. Thought I'd. Oh, I did not hear that. Uh, and I, I I I was looking here on the internet when I saw it, and then when I looked at that, it's like, well, Bobby Turner died. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. Yeah, sixty-five, same age we are. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I tell you, man, um, you know, as another side note, um, the uh, the Louisville, man, is just crazy, man, with with how many people get killed every night in Louisville, man. It's it's every night, man. It's just, the news is nothing but shootings. It's, it's that in every city. It's like, oh, my gosh, man. It's that in every city. And wow. You know, you know, my thoughts on gun violence. And the way that our gun laws are is that, you know, they don't want to get rid of guns because guns disenfranchise us. Yep. You know, black on black crime. We don't have to, we don't even have to take away the right to vote. They're going to take their way the right to vote themselves yep. because they're going to kill one another. Just think of just think of the number of eligible voters we'd have in this country if you got rid of gun violence from 1960 to now. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. You know, wow. last year, I think in Indianapolis, there's over two to 300 gun deaths. And that's been going up every year. Mm. You know, I look, listen to the news right here in the Orlando area. Every night, there's somebody being shot. Wow. You know, yesterday, there was some four-year-old kid who shot himself and killed himself hmm. with, with a gun that his his father had, who wasn't supposed to have guns because he was a, a felon, ex-felon. Right, right. And leaves the gun in the backpack, and the kid shoots and kills himself. Hmm. Four years old. Wow. You know, so you know what's going to happen to him. Absolutely. You know, so yeah, that there's nothing new with that in every major city, man. Wow. Sad. It is. It is. All the young lives being snuffed out, man, due to gun violence. So yeah, it's all changed. You know, when we yeah. were growing up, we would fight, have it over with, get it over yeah. with, and we're back playing basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, playing ball, shoe marbles, whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Now. Yeah. Well, let's uh, you know, let's wrap this episode up on a on a on a happy note, right. <laughs> somewhat. I was over on your side of the tracks uh, when I was home here uh, recently, and they've built a whole new string of new ho- homes there on Mile Street, man. Uh, I think they're. Uh, uh, for lower income people, but uh, nice little quaint homes, man. Uh, right there, as you you know, remember where the uh, where the employment office used to be there yeah, on Miles yeah, Street. Yeah. Well, yeah. as you come past the employment office, all those lots, all those lots got cleared out, and they've built uh, homes there now. Okay, so nice from, little, from like uh, right before you get to the to where Overton used to cut hair, that shop there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Jeff, not Jefferson Street. Yeah, Jefferson. Yeah, they've yeah. they built a, a string of, of nice, quaint little homes there, man, on on the street. It looks it, they look really nice, man. Okay. So as I as I was cruising over there, uh, just one day I just decided to ride around the city, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I went on. Right. <laughs> yeah, it took me all of fifteen minutes. I went on <laughs> on your side of the tracks just to see what's happening, and I was like, wow, these little homes are nice, man. So, a lot, lot of interesting things going on, man. Um, the Secretary of State was in Glendale when I was there, man. Buttigieg, he was there. Uh, came down to the to see what the progress was to that uh, Ford is building Ford an factory. EP. Yeah, yeah. 
So he came to town. He with uh, Governor Bashir was there. So it was really cool. Um, so a lot of things happening, man. Uh, hopefully, hopefully they can build some damn, uh, put a grocery store out on the, uh, the south side of town or east side of your side of the tracks. Yeah, supposedly it's coming. Uh, <laughs> yeah, It's coming. We don't know when, but supposedly it's coming. Uh, but, yeah, they need something on that other end of town. So um, it is uh, it's in progress, they say. But uh, there, there's some good things happening. I'll, I'll give them props. There's some good things happening. Uh, as we were talking before he came in the air, uh, one of our childhood friends uh, won the regional championship, E-Town High. Uh, James Hare, coach, won uh, E-Town, won the fifth region tournament. They're uh, on to the state again. On to so, the state. The world's, the world's greatest state high school basketball tournament. There's only one. Yeah. You know? So, so props to him. Kudos. And um, Christina Covington resigned from coaching um, – um, Central Harden, I think, yeah, Central Harden, I think she coaches Central Harden. She's moving on to uh, some other other journeys in her life. So she did a great job uh, coaching those young women there, Central Harden. So she's moving on. So okay. so some positive things going on in the community, man, uh, of where we are from. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have to get back there someday. I'll be passing through in, in April sometime. May stop in and okay. Visit, okay. visit Stephanie as we yeah. Get back from uh, from Florida. Cool. Go through cool. town and hang out a little bit. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's all good, man. Yep. All right then, brother. So we'll uh, we'll put this one to bed. Uh, seeing as a good sign for daylight savings time. Yeah. Uh, and it was enjoyable. So if there's anybody out there that has any uh, topics. Shoot us a shoot us a Facebook page, you know. You can uh, put a request in, and we'll try our best to uh, to cover it for you. If not, I hope you enjoyed this segment. Let's uh, agree, man. Right at a dead on point. Yep, yep, yep. With that being said, I'm Steve, and I give you my final words, Chiliamo Dopo. And I will sign off with uh, my favorite word from my time in Japan, sayonara. We will see you later. (laughs) The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the individuals and do not reflect on the official policies or positions of any government or corporation.